Sebastian for the Metal Gods Meltdown, and today I'm joined by Miguel Andrade from Apotheos. It's great to be chatting to you this evening. First up, can you give us a little bit of insight into your album, Ergo Atlas, and what's the feedback been like from fans and media so far? Sure. Yeah, so Ergo Atlas is is our um, third full-length album. Uh, it's, uh, in our estimation, uh, it's the best so far. Um, you know, audio, audio production-wise, uh, perhaps composition-wise, though that is perhaps debatable. Um, but it, we're really proud of this, uh, this record. Um, one, I think, important thing to say is that Ergo Atlas is the second um, uh, album in uh, a universe we created. So in our previous album, The Far Star, we started uh, this uh, epic uh, sci-fi space uh, journey uh, and so e the album is very has a very strong conceptual aspect to it and uh, Ergo Atlas is its uh, direct sequel so um, that's something we uh, we're pretty proud of and we really like working this way and we uh, so we you know in the end we look back and we think we created something special and we hope everyone likes it as much as we do. Yeah, it's absolutely brilliant, mate, totally. And you had a release party recently. How did that go? Oh, that was uh, really intense and great. We, we uh, by the way, the live aspect of it is also something that we take uh, uh, a lot of care with. Uh, we upped the production, the live production a little bit on that specific uh, release uh, show. So we had like these three uh, big LED screens with uh, synchronized videos and awesome lights and lasers. I think it was a pretty good experience. Um, the feedback has been really great. Both, uh, uh, by the way, both of the record and uh, and the release party. So we're we're thrilled um, that uh, people seem to be enjoying. Um, so the the um, the release party I think was. Uh, was pretty great you know chatting with uh, the the fans some people came from a bit far too so it's really great uh, to see people gathering and it was really you know an honor i can say that's great so i know it's a bit of a hard question but which would you say is your favorite track on the album today and why yeah that's <laughs> uh, that's the, the that's something we uh internally talk about uh, very uh, frequently uh, which one is your favorite track for the album <laughs> and, I th and I think the answers among us uh, depend but for myself I think the unification project is something is the, the second track of the album is so the answer is twofold so first I just I think the the atmosphere of the track is really gloomy at time and 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 it ends right in this really powerful uh menacing riff and almost like uh mechanical it's that, that that repeating nature and like a locomotive you know yeah um but at the same time it has this delicate part uh at the beginning so i, I really like that uh, contrast 
and also it's just some a, a kind of composition that I never really thought I would create. The, the, the song doesn't really have a chorus, so to speak, for example. And we debated that immensely uh, among us, but we didn't feel like it needed to have one. So we just left it like it was. We didn't touch it. This is how it, you know, it was born. We don't see how we could improve it. Uh, and it, we just like it the way it is. So it's it's a special song for many different reasons. Can you give us a little bit of insight then into the album cover? What's that all about? Oh, yeah. So the, the album cover was done by a French artist called the, well, he goes by the name of Nihil. Um, I think he he's based on Sweden at the moment, but I'm not sure. He's a great artist um, and uh, I think the image perfectly captures one of the most important moments of the story. So a little bit of background information. Our story has divided in chapters and each chapter corresponds to one song. So there's a perfect mapping one to one between chapters and songs. And so that cover is uh, an illustration of the last chapter. That's the moment where, uh, without spoiling it too much, that's the moment uh, when humanity allows themselves to be unified, hence the unification project. They allow themselves to be unified with another entity. And well, what's uh, interesting, of course, is the reasons they did it. And initially they weren't so very, they were reluctant to do it, but at the end they allowed themselves to be unified and there are lots of plot twists in there, too. But yeah, that's an exact representation of that uh, last chapter called uh, Regenesis, which is also a song, of course. So can you then give us plans for tour and festivals for, well, the years that we finish now, isn't it? For next year, I mean, are you helpful to get out into England even, into the UK? Well, England is not yet on the plans um, for now. Uh, we are touring extensively in Portugal, which, well, where we are based on. Uh, but yeah, there are plans to uh, gradually do some European dates. We have some sp uh, Spanish dates uh, that are confirmed, uh, I think four or five. Um, we have in a more distant future, we have a confirmed uh, date for France as well. And, you know, we're just, uh, it, it's a hard, uh, it's a hard uh, time for, you know, starting to expand your territory. We're still yeah. in that phase, but um, it's going pretty well. We're, we're getting, we're, we're, um, we're doing, I think we're making great steps on that front. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, 2024 or 2025, we could be playing in England. That'd be amazing if you do get over. Um, Hope to see so, you there. <laughs> absolutely, man. Absolutely. Um, but don't forget, England's not just London. It's like massive. <laughs> a lot of bands just go to London. It's a bit annoying. Um, <clears throat> so which band would be your ultimate touring buddies? Oh, uh, you mean like any band at all? Yeah, any band, dead or alive. Mm. 
Ooh, that arrived. That complicates matters. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, I think so. We we have uh, you know some bands that we uh, really are fond of. Um, not just by its musical, you know, uh, uh, attributes, but also because they're just nice people. Uh, recently, in a, a festival we played in in Portugal, we met Jim Gray from Caligula's Horse. He's just a nice fellow, that's just a positive energy. I think they would make really great uh, touring buddies. Um, just, uh, I I could see us having a great time. And they're, they're, they sound amazing. And, you know, they're in the same progressive area, uh, you know, so I, I think it could make sense. Um, we've toured a lot with Moonshade, which is also right. a Portuguese band. Uh, they're our friends. Uh, so, I mean, it's it would feel just like home. Uh, but, I mean, uh, Pain of Salvation would be uh, a dream come true, or even like Soen, Opeth, uh, or Lepros is also such great um, heroes, uh, musical heroes for us. So it would be uh, great opportunities to learn and um, also to exchange experiences. Yeah, that would be awesome. I can see you with Opeth actually. Um, first time I saw Opeth was in Spain in Pengarola, Rock the Coast Festival, and they were amazing. It was a bit strange because they played in the daytime when really they'd be mm. better suited at night. But that was in Fengarola, but it's fantastic. That was before the COVID madness. Um, mm. So what first introduced you to heavy metal? Can you remember the first album even? I think so before internet, <laughs> um, there were these things called walk it, uh, Walkman, uh, like cassette Walkmans. Yeah. And that's how we exchanged uh, music uh, songs back in the time. And I think the first uh, like heavy metal leaning or uh, yeah, heavy metal leaning kind of song was probably Guano Apes and, right. and, uh, and Nirvana as well, for sure. Nirvana was like in my adolescence was all the, the, the hot shit, but uh, and, you know, my adolescence was way after Nirvana ended, but, you know, it's just a, a testament to their, you know, uh, uh, you know, their, uh, they never die, of course. But um, but then that kind of led the way to Metallica and and that uh, that uh, Metallica and uh, Spultura and uh, a lot of uh, bands in that in that genre, maybe thrash. Uh, so that was what opened that that door. Um, and from there, I mean, was just, uh, you know, expanding your your uh, uh, collection. Uh, of course, Internet uh, came in in the scene, uh, you know, then I started listening to Children of Bodom a lot uh, in my my youth. So that was kind of the, my pathway it was kind of a grunge then metal, uh, then hard rock, uh, grunge, hard rock, metal, and, and, you know, from there I never really disconnected. And here we are. <laughs> Brilliant. Okay, then. So if there's a heavy metal song about yourself, what would it be called? Whew. 
I wasn't prepared for this. Uh, <laughs> let me think. Uh, about myself. Yeah. Uh, you mean an existing one? Or no, no, like a made up one. What would it be? A made up one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You mean you mean the title of it? Yeah, yeah, like okay. song about yourself. Okay, uh, I will go with the. Uh, it would be an interesting song called "The Mark You Leave on This World," <laughs> because so, that's I think what it, what um, I think personally me and I think I can speak for the others too. We're trying to do that. We're we're trying to make this world a slightly better place, and we're trying to leave a mark on it. That's the whole point of this thing, um, and so I think that would be a good title. <laughs> Absolutely love it. Okay, so next one. And is there a particular song by another band that you wish you had written? Uh, there's a lot of them. <laughs> um, I I think I'm going with I mean there there are so many uh but there's one particular song that came to mind and I've you know recently been hearing is Meaningless by Pain of Salvation. I just absolutely love them and and also the album the entire album uh, B from Pain of Salvation it's also such a a masterpiece. I mean I I uh just you know, it's not it's not a, like a huge envy, but I, I'm just uh, I, I just find it so so amazing. Uh, I wish I could have that talent, but yeah. <laughs> so going back to the album, are you are there plans to release any more videos? Yes. So since the beginning, we decided to make a video uh, for each track. Mm -hmm. So. Up, up until now, every we released five videos for the first five songs, and the trend is just going to continue. Uh, some of them have been partially um, recorded already. So it's just this, uh, so when we started Ergo Atlas, it was just this massive plan that spans like two years, and, and that involves uh, videos, for sure. You can expect a video per track. Can you then give me four words to describe Ergo Atlas? Hmm. Menacing. Uh, melancholic. Um, uh, I would say epic. And um what's the word um surprising too <laughs> okay my belgian friend likes to ask this one a lot so if you were a musical instrument what would you be <laughs> uh you you mean i wish i i yeah, would be or that i am what musical instrument would you be yeah like you wish i always <laughs> I, I, I mean, I, I think piano, like uh, such a complete instrument. Um, so that that's, I think, what I consider most, uh, you know, the, uh, has good qualities. 
Um, but I think in reality, I, I am a guitar. <laughs> uh, All right, no. so it's now five past questions. So the first one is your favorite album. You've answered that already. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we could we could go with uh, with B from Pain of Salvation. It's uh, as I said, it, there, there's such a long list. It's hard to yeah, it's hard to know to you know say specifically one. Your favorite drink? Beer. <laughs> favorite food? You know, there's this very awesome Portuguese sandwich called Francesinha. All right. Okay. You gotta go. You gotta Google it. I'm gonna Google it's, that, uh, it's, man. It's yeah. very crazy, but it's really delicious. Francesinha. <laughs> right. Yeah. Francesinha. Um, your favorite pastime? My favorite what? Sorry. Your favorite pastime? Did I get up to? Pastime, like yeah. hobby or? Yeah, hobby. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, I think. Uh, uh, favorite hobby. It would be, you know, just uh, fiction, um, um, movies, uh, uh, books. Yeah, I, I need that uh, kind of um, fiction input in my life. When I sometimes don't have it, uh, I, I really miss it and I have to go back to it. I'm sorry, these were meant to be quick questions. but <laughs> It's fine. And the, the final one is your favorite inspirational person. Definitely Isaac Asimov. It's uh, the person, you know, our, our story is very much inspired by, by the science fiction of Isaac Asimov. And other than his works, was, he was such an inspirational uh, fellow. So really great person, it seems to be. I want to thank you so much for your time this evening. Do you have any final words for your back? I can't really talk now. Do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers, and listeners? Sorry, that's the I'm totally fucking wrong. Ah, start again. Do you have any final words for your fans, our viewers, and listeners? Definitely. Um, I encourage you to uh, dive into the universe we created, uh, experience it, and listen to it as well. Um, I think... Uh, you'll find it enjoyable and uh, hopefully you like it as much as we enjoyed creating it. Um, if you want to, if you want to see us uh, at a show near, near you, reach out, maybe you can help. Uh, we just want to get the, the word spread and thank you so much for, um, for listening and uh, supporting us.
matter, reason, empowering the brethren.